With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. I want to talk to you about your property. Uh, you know, I, I've, got a, I've, got a, I've got a nice little backyard here. Uh, that was uh, 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 like a little home that was here when we, uh, we bought the house and fixed it up for my mother-in-law to live in and, and like super great. And what a, what, a, what a gift and a blessing to be able to, when, when friends and family come over and I'm able to have my campfire in the backyard here and, and, and I love my property. Think of the stuff that you own, your money, your property, um, your house, uh, your car, or, or whatever it is that, that, that you feel belongs to you. Here's a question. Who does it really belong to? Does your stuff, the things that you say are your own, your property, your money, who owns it? You? God? Or the government? Now, now think carefully before you answer the question. Because it may not be as easy to answer as you may think. So let's start with you. Who owns you? You say, well, the, the government doesn't own me. Um, well, be careful. In some countries, uh, they, they, they believe that they do. In fact, uh, it's, it's, it's essentially what the laws imply is that, is that the citizens of the state are uh, property of the state and, and, and their children are to the point where they can't educate their children in the way that they want to because they would say that, no, that's the responsibility of the state to make them good citizens of the government. And so you have to raise your children the way that the government says you do. So effectively, they're your children are the property, their, their children are the property of the state. And they own everything that some of those citizens have in that state. And so if they own their property and they own them effectively, they're really ruled and run by the government. But you and I would say, no, that's not us. We don't live in a country like that. Um, who owns you? You own you, right? Well, actually, if you're a member of the family of faith and you believe, uh, what God says in his word, uh, you and I are, don't belong to ourselves. We are not our own. The Bible says that uh, we were bought with a price. We who have been forgiven of our sin have been purchased out of the, the slave system of sin that has us consigned to death because of our sin. The wages of sin is death. God, in the person of Jesus Christ, has actually ransomed us, purchased us, redeemed us out from the, the slave block of sin and has liberated us. Because we belong to God, the Bible says, purchased not with money but with the precious blood of Christ, we are actually, we are not our own. God's word says, do you not know that, uh, that uh, you are not your own? That your body is not your own? That your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you are not your own. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are the Lord's. I belong to God. And because I belong to God, I've been set free. That's, that's what he does. He sets me free. And he sets you free. But we're not our own. We belong to God. Okay, now let's go to your property. Who, who owns your property? You say, well, well, um, uh, I, I, I think I own my property. Well, think about it. 
um, God actually says that he is uh, the maker of all things and, and ultimately he's the one who gives us life and breath and everything else and he owns everything. But he has given you, your life and your family and your property and the, the, the money that you have as a gift for you to steward and take care of. And so you could say, well, God owns all of that. that that's good. But, but in, in many countries, the government acts as though they own your property. Uh, think about it. Uh, taxes are the way that government is able to uh, actually take people's property away from them. Take away your money. Take away the, the things that, the, the life energy that you have to work and provide for your family. Uh, if you don't pay your property taxes, they can take your property away. If you don't pay your income taxes, they can take your income away. They can actually put you in prison. And so you wonder, who really owns your property? If you think about it in our country, uh, we work the first five months out of the year as servants of the government. When you add up all the taxes, sales tax, income tax, property tax, death tax, everything... You and I work from January to May, June for the government to pay for all of the taxes that, 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 that we are assessed. God has a totally different idea about who owns you and your property than we're often uh, taught. And so that's where I want to go to here in the American Covenant. Uh, fantastic chapter, chapter six. This is huge. Get a right understanding of who owns you and your property. See, for the past 100 years here in our country, uh, the American people have essentially been slowly boiled in a pot of water that consists of this uh, fairy tale, feel-good Disneyland version about God and government. Kind of the idea that God will take care of you and he's here to make you happy in your heart and so that you can go to heaven and, and that will be taken care of by the government and God doesn't have anything to say about government, right? That's, that's in the secular political realm and God doesn't have anything to say about that, uh, allegedly, um, in this pot that we're slowly being boiled in and, and that, uh, government's gonna take care of us. Government's gonna be everything that we need as long as we pay our taxes and we do everything that they say, uh, everything will be fine. And slowly but surely the life and strength of the people of the nation get sapped from them and taken away from them. Think of it like this. Uh, now imagine I, I've got actually got a real pot of, uh, of, of nice room temperature water here that I've gotten. And I actually went and uh, I caught a frog in my, ooh, he's kind of jumpy, in my garden uh, earlier today. I don't know if, if you can see him in here. I'm not going to open it up because he could jump out. Now I'm going to put him here in this water. Okay, now he's, hey. He's doing fine. This water feels just fine and comfortable for him. But now imagine if I, uh, well, don't imagine, just, just watch. I'm going to put that right there over this, this flame. Now, don't worry, don't worry. Don't, don't call PETA. No, everything's fine. That, that water is perfectly comfortable for that frog. But we know what's eventually going to happen. That, that fire will slowly warm up that water, but it does it so slowly the frog doesn't realize it until his strength is gone. And by the time he realizes it's too hot, he has no more strength to jump out of the water. He can't fight back. Okay? Now you say, well, how does that apply? Here's how it applies. Ultimately, we say, well, we've got to pay our taxes. We've got to do whatever the government says, and they can take all of our property, take all of our money, and they can educate our children and everything that's precious to us. Really, we're going to let them do what they want because they can take care of us best. 
and slowly the water heats up. And slowly our life and strength is getting drained out of us and we shift from self-government to government dependence. We depend not on ourselves to work and provide for our families and care for our neighbors and help the poor and feed the hungry, but we, we depend on the government to do all those things to give us what we need, to provide for our education, to provide for our health care, to provide for the, the sick and the needy and the poor. And slowly, by paying taxes to fund all those things, our strength is sapped from us as individuals. And we can no longer self-govern and govern our families and govern our communities. See, self-government is essentially the ability to work and take care of yourself and your family apart from government dependence, let alone f- help your neighbors and care for the sick and give to the needy. See, people have to be in charge of their own money and their own property in order to self-govern, in order to help others. We can't do it at the local level in my neighborhood if, if, if I'm giving everything away in taxes to the government. That makes sense, right? You see, essentially overbearing taxation is castration. If I could put it that way, I mean, do you mind? Can I, can I just say it? Taxation is castration. It takes away your manhood and ability to provide for your wife and your kids. It's good if you remember that phrase. By the way, don't worry about the frog. Do you think I really put a real frog in there? I, I, I didn't. Everybody, it, it, it's okay. It wasn't a real frog. It was a little piece of bark. But if I can't be in charge of the the fruit of my labor, my property, and my money, how can I take care of my family and help my neighbors and do what Jesus said, to love my neighbor as myself, to care for the poor and the widow and the orphan? I can't. And ultimately, that's what we've done is we've shifted all that responsibility to someone else, namely the government. And they love that. Historically, governments love that because they want to take away the people's money and their property so that you will end up being totally dependent upon them to be your provider, your protector, our healer, and our savior. But government can't fill those shoes. Only God can be our provider, protector, healer, and savior. And he has given us Six out of the Ten Commandments that ensure family and private property. Six out of the Ten Commandments deal with family and private individual property. Those things are not to be shifted over to the responsibility of civil state government. That's when you lose all of your liberty and you lose all of your strength. So you say, what what do I do? What do I do? It starts by understanding that whoever determines how you get to use your property, which includes your money, how you get to spend your money and what you get to do with your children, your property, that will become your Lord. Whoever you allow to determine how you spend your money and what you do with your property and your children will become your Lord. Who is your ultimate authority? Is it you? Is it the government? 
or is it Almighty God? There's only one good answer to that question. Our ultimate authority is the one who made us, who loves us, who cares for us, who promises to provide for us and protect us and always tell us the truth. No spin, no deception or corruption or fraud, no hidden agendas. It's all out in the open. He is all about us understanding that we are the creatures, he is the creator, and that he is all about setting us free from sin so that we can be in a right relationship with him, to worship him, to love him, and to make him known to everyone else by the way that we love one another, And the way that we point people to understand who they are in relationship to him. This is such great stuff, isn't it? Isn't it liberating? Isn't it good to know who owns you and who owns your property? And that's why I love this country. Because we understand that that God is the one who gives us our identity, our purpose, our property, and our rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness Government doesn't give us those rights. Government was created by God to protect those rights. Government needs to know its place. We, as individuals, need to know our place. And we all need to place our trust and our obedience to the one who owns everything. because he is trustworthy and faithful. God bless you. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so happy that we're learning these things together. Uh, This is uh, just a uh, piece of wood. No animals were hurt in this video. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.